happy Mother's Day Eve. I'm not sure if that's a thing, but I'm starting a new tradition. (laughs) Today, I'm going to steer away from the book of Psalms and unpack a text from Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. I'll be reading it from the easy-to-read version, and it reads accordingly. There was a man from the family of Levi who decided to marry a woman from the tribe of Levi. She became pregnant and gave birth to a baby boy. The mother saw how beautiful the baby was and hid him for three months. She hid him for as long as she could. After three months, she made a basket and covered it with tar so that it would float. Then she put the baby in the basket and put the basket in the river in the tall grass. The baby's sister stayed and watched to see what would happen to the baby. Just then, Pharaoh's daughter went to the river to bathe. She saw the basket in the tall grass. Her servants were walking beside the river, so she told one of them to go get the basket. The king's daughter opened the basket and saw a baby boy. The baby was crying, and she felt sorry for him. Then she noticed that it was one of the Hebrew babies. The baby's sister was still hiding. She stood and asked the king's daughter, Do you want me to go find a Hebrew woman who can nurse the baby and help you care for it? The king's daughter said, Yes, please. So the girl went and brought the baby's own mother. The king's daughter said to the mother, Take this baby and feed him for me. I'll pay you to take care of him. So the woman took her baby and cared for him. The baby grew, and after some time, the woman gave the baby to the king's daughter. The king's daughter accepted the baby as her own. She named him Moses because she had pulled him from the water. As I thought back over the last few episodes, yesterday's and the day before, the subject matter of servitude resurfaced. And as mothers, we certainly do our fair share of serving, don't we? Always to God first, our families, and then our communities. There is an order, of course, but God doesn't expect us to be so bogged down in His work that our families suffer and go neglected. Within many discussions among my yayas, y'all know them, right? It would be my big sis, Belita, who shared that sometimes the shift in serving is a bit overwhelming. As mothers, we have to keep it tucked in and tied down, right? We're hustling from one place to another, and it's effortless, seamless, huh? There's always too much to do, not enough hours to do it all, and more of us to give. But serving doesn't come without planning, does it? Which will be the basis of our discussion today. My girl Jochebed, for which the second chapter of Exodus is about, was a planner. And in so doing, she saved her baby boy Moses, while also serving Pharaoh's daughter. Now, she was being paid, but she was serving Pharaoh's daughter as she nursed and cared for her own son, before giving him back to the daughter of Pharaoh to raise to manhood. Yesterday, as I watched Good Morning America pay homage to an endearing North Carolina wife, mother of 12 and grandmother of 52. Some of those grands had to be great-grands. They had to be. (laughs) Miss Pat, she's a planner who serves families within her neighborhood. I marveled at the energy she had at 67 years young, taking care of a husband who had suffered a stroke eight years ago and having to take care of her children single-handedly working two jobs to make ends meet. 
And then there was her ministry at church. I listened to her children say they never thought that they were without. They were blessed, happy to be together, never experienced a diminished part of their life, nor did they feel they lacked anything, never separated. Neighbors would praise her for her steadfastness, lending a hand where she could in her community, providing for other mothers who had less children than she had, but bringing groceries to them. At first, I wondered, how does a mother of 12 have extra to give away to other families of six and five and four children? Well, it's in the same answer the Apostle Paul gave to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 8 through 11. I'll be reading that from the easy-to-read translation as well. And God can give you more blessings than you need, and you will always have plenty of everything. You will have enough to give to every good work. As the scriptures say, he gives generously to the poor, His goodness will continue forever. God is the one who gives seed to those who plant, and he gives bread for food. And God will give you spiritual seed and make that seed grow. He will produce a great harvest from your goodness. God will make you rich in every way so that you can always give freely. And your giving through us will make people give thanks to God. Now that's what I believe Miss Pat had. She didn't say so, but I believe that is true in her life. And that's what makes serving others worthwhile for the Christ follower. When GMA surprised Miss Pat, she was at her church managing her food bank ministry, preparing boxes of food to be distributed within her community. And of course, GMA provided an 18-wheeler full of food to add to her inventory, but not without gifting a little something to her first to lavish upon herself. And listen, ironically, she thought the city's news channel, working in conjunction with GMA, was there to feature somebody else, not her. (laughs) But Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25 reminds us to give freely and we will profit help others, and we will gain more for ourselves. I keep telling myself this as I plan for my last son to soar to heights unknown to me, but established and ordained by God before the foundation of this world. Keeping up with him, double-checking schedules, deadlines, appointments over here, activities over there. But it's, it's what mothers do, right? From the beginning of time and being aware having the knowledge that God has blessings prepared for mothers and grandmothers and those who are caregivers for their mothers is what sustains us. If we plan and we serve, it will work out just fine. We will have more than enough. I salute you ladies and I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. Thank you God Almighty for the amazing mothers you created for your honor. Despite our assiduous schedules and inundated activities, we thank you that you designed us to be a part of the greatest venture that is called motherhood. Thank you for keeping each of us through the trials and tears. There were some terrifying tribulations, but you brought us through tremendous triumphs, and we are grateful. 
Bless all mothers this weekend under the sound of my voice as they continue to march forward victoriously. Let us continue to be planners and servers for your glory. It's in the saving grace of Jesus who paid a debt he did not owe because we owed a debt we could not pay. I do humbly pray with joy, thanksgiving, and forgiveness of sins. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.